No ketchup. No ketchup. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick with me as always. Yes, sir. Thanksgiving Tuesday. Thanksgiving's Thursday. Short week, everybody. No, ho- If you got a job, hopefully you got tomorrow off. Man, this is one of my favorite weeks of the year, typically. I'm excited. NFL Week 12. Week 12. To say that even is crazy. It's coming down the stress. Playoffs are, are very, very close. And we know who's who and who's not who. And Tom Brady might be on the on the on the the opposite side of what we thought of that statement, I guess. I thought we thought he'd be a contender. They look suspect. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about NFL week 12. Uh salute Joe Burrow. Get well soon. We'll talk that. We'll talk that injury. We're gonna kick the show off. First take Tuesday. Kind of give our first take of the week. You know, we usually shoot Tuesday, Friday. So we're going to give our first take of the week. First take Tuesday. Then we'll break down NFL Week 12, give a recap of there, talk power rankings. We'll then go into our favorite NBA offseason move so far. There's been a lot going on in the NBA. We'll talk the association, our favorite move. And uh, if we got some time, we'll close it out with something else. Big Nick the Quick. Now look at my My bad. Yeah. My bad. Big Nick the Quick. What's what's happening? What's the business, man? Getting ready for Thursday. Dog, I I love Thanksgiving. Yeah. I used to love it a lot more when my pops was around, but I still love it. It's still a it's still a good holiday. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. We're uh, we're cooking over here, man. Gonna have the turkey, a few other things. It's gonna be obviously a little bit different this year than years past, but I'm excited, man. Dog, this is gonna be my first year cooking myself. I said, so y'all are cooking at the crib. Yeah, we're what are you at the crib? What are you doing? What are you making? Dog, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make everything. I'm gonna get the turkey. I'm gonna get the turkey. I'm gonna do. We're gonna do the mash. We got everything we need, like all the utensils, the mixers, all. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. We put out a got a roasting pan. Go ahead. I was gonna say, bro, I've never cooked anything on Thanksgiving ever. Yeah, me. Never picked up a a finger, bro. On Thanksgiving, me neither. You know, I'm I'm gonna dabble in a few things here and there, man. I think we're gonna throw the uh, we're gonna throw the turkey on the smoker. So let that cook for a few hours and then have a few different things going on inside, man. So it's actually, you know what, man? Like, all things considered, obviously the circumstances are kind of fucked up. But besides that, I'm 100% cool with not having to leave the crib. I'm 100% cool with not having to leave at halftime of some game that I'm interested in and maybe getting to wherever I'm going by the by the fourth quarter right. and catching the end <laughs> of it. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool with staying in sweats all day um yeah i'm fine man like when i was a kid we used to do holidays at my house so like uh, ever since i got older and had to start going places for holidays like i don't i don't particularly enjoy it so staying at the crib is fine with me i'm cool (laughs) i'm gonna wake up on thursday do my thing you know what i'm saying crack the bottle nice and early and and just kick it it's tough because low-key the the covid is make i think it's making motherfuckers a little too comfortable at the crib 
Like, motherfuckers like, nah, I'm going to stay, bro. Like, so, yeah, shit like, might open up be like, yeah, yeah I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> like, things are going to open up. Like, yeah. I'm actually going to just stay at the crib, bro. I'm good. I'm good. You, you I'm know good. what, though? I, I, I was feeling that for a while. But at the same time, if you were to tell me, like, everything was all clear, like, I've said it before, the first place, I'm, I'm, I'm running to the bar. Yeah, just to post up. Yeah. Have, and, have then, leverage. and then after that, I'm running to Vegas. Yes. Go on. Like, literally, full sprint. I'm there. I go there. Anyway. Turbo, right trigger button to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> RB. <laughs> RB to Vegas. RB right to turbo. Vegas. Right turbo to Vegas. What the fuck are you talking about? Double X. <laughs> <laughs> Spin move to yeah, Vegas. Yeah, it's uh hit stick my way to Vegas. I cannot wait. <laughs> oh man. All right. Let's kick it off with let's kick this show off. First take Tuesday. It's messed early in the week. It's it's crazy how, man, as soon as I've been looking at lines for football games literally in the middle of Sunday, which is like a little a little degenerate of me. But first take Tuesday, just going to give our first our first take coming off the weekend, starting off a fresh week. And uh, Big Nick the Quick, go ahead and kick it off. Yeah, my first take coming out the weekend, man, was there are no good NFC teams. Zero. Zero. Interesting. There's, there's several interesting NFC teams. No obviously, real ones. Obviously, there's going to be a team from the NFC that wins it. But, you know, we'll talk about it more in the power rankings. But as you go up and down in the NFC, man, from week to week, from game to game, really from hour to hour, you can pick who your team is that you like. You might be a Bucks fan. You might like the Seahawks. You might like the Saints. You might like the Packers. You know what I mean? You might like the Cardinals. Um, but none of these teams have grabbed uh or whatever none of these teams have really risen to the top um for the nfc and i think they all have huge flaws right the packers defense is extremely suspect and and they don't seem to ever really want to kill anybody like they should be the seahawks defense we already know um the cardinals they're still you know a relatively new team um you know you can kind of go down down the line with these nfc teams and none of them really stand out as that dominant squad so I, it, the situation over there is very, 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 very murky, which could make me think that you could have some random ass team kind of pop up up nowhere and, and get that playoff win. You're saying it's just wide open. It's just wide open, but none of them are good. None of them are rising to the top. None of them, like you could have asked us three weeks ago, we would have been like, oh yeah, the Seattle Seahawks are the best team in the NFC. Hands you don't down. think the Saints are good? I think they're okay. I or think that, hate, or do you just hate Taysom Hill so much that now well, that not, he played quarterback, I don't, I don't, I don't, that, I don't love Taysom Hill, but I also I love Drew Brees, but I don't love him when he's in there. I think that they have an issue in like a shootout, like pushing the ball up the field. Yeah, they can't push the ball up the field. I think that they're a well-coached team. Sean Payton is an excellent coach. I think defensively they're pretty good, um, but they don't necessarily scare me on the offensive side of the ball. And it's not like Taysom Hill was great on Sunday. He was pretty good, a lot better than I thought he would be but they don't scare me and they're certainly not dominant. No. You see a dominant team over there? Like I don't see, no, I, I can, I can no. name, I, I have four AFC teams in front of my first NFC team with a power ranking. And it was a struggle to even put that one in the NFC team in there. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. We'll get to that. No, I mean, like I said, I sent you that prop swap ticket. Shout out my guys at prop swap. Mm. The, the Rams winning the, winning the Super Bowl was, the, is, is a ticket up there. It was a crazy ticket. It pays like a hundred to one. Yeah, their but, big question is their quarterback. I but can't this, but this is guy. the thing. Like, if you can get them to come out of the NFC, then you can hedge out the ticket, and then you got a big payday, right? Yeah. Well, that's kind of that kind of leads to what I was saying. Like, there is no who we don't who who is 
Who is the best team in the NFC? You got this. Here's the top of the NFC rankings: New Orleans Saints, Los Angeles Rams, Green Bay Packers, Seattle Seahawks, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Arizona Cardinals, and then you get to the 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 bottom feeders that starts with the Bears. Yeah, but I forgot about the Rams. Yeah, the Rams. No, no, yeah, I said the Rams second. No, no, I'm saying you. I said I forgot about the Rams when I was yeah. going down my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, I mean, any of those la- the the top four or five teams there can win the NFC. A hundred percent, no question, right? So that's why that that Rams ticket kind of kind of had me interested. Like, man, because they do have like a twenty percent chance to, to yeah, kind of come in that thing. And and you could you could get real nimble if they get deep in the playoffs. You could start yeah. betting the other side. It's uh. It's interesting. Okay, I, 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 hey, I can't be mad at that first take. I'm gonna my first take Tuesday is I'm being too hard on NFL quarterbacks. I, I, I need to dial it back because I, I literally, I, I look, I, I've, I've caught myself on Sundays and talking about every team in the league and going through the list, and I call their quarterback garbage across the board. There's like, there's like four teams that I don't get that, that the quarterback's not garbage. Like you go through the list. Like if you ask me, is uh. The Colts quarterback garbage. He's ass. I still don't believe in Philip yeah, Rivers. He's like, I don't right like Tennessee Titans. I'm not a huge. I'm not a huge Tannehill fan. I think garbage. he's weak. Cleveland Browns. We Baker's weak. David. Ca- okay, David Carr's good. Derek. Yeah, I, Derek. Yeah. Excuse me. We got to get my man's name right. Bro, why is Derek <laughs> like burned? Is it because we were little when he when, when David Carr was the first pick of the Houston when he Texans? Was getting so, yeah. Is that why? No, I don't know. He's Did he burned get, in our head? He got sacked seventy three times in one season. That was the number. Yeah, that is the number. So maybe because <laughs> he maybe because he kicked off the Texans franchise, I have David Carr in my name instead of uh, Derek Carr. Derek but Carr is decent. Derek Carr is good. After after the other day, I'm, yeah, you, I'm, I'm, Derek, I'm. Derek Carr looks good. I, so I, I think it's interesting you went with this real quick because when I was watching Derek Carr the other day, this is kind of what I thought it was like my barometer for quarterbacks. Yeah. If you took this guy and you put him on the Chicago Bears what would our record be? Or like, would we be a lot better? And I really think that you can use that as like a baseline for quarterbacks, right? Like if you were to take quarterback X, put him in the Bears, what would our record be? If you put Derek Carr on the Bears, we would 1000% be a better football team. We'd probably be eight and two. We'd be we'd be far and away better than we yeah. are right now, no question. But you so, can't do that with like Gardner Minshew, you know what I mean? But like no. that's kind of that's kind of my my test right there. So yeah. So it's like, look, then we get to Baltimore. Mars shaky. I mean, hey, I mean it's shaky out there in Baltimore right now, right? Miami, Tua, Tua just got benched. Drew Locke is ass. Cam Newton is. I'm never gonna slander Cam Newton, but we know where we're at there. But then we got like Deshaun Watson. He's good, right? But like, still, out of that whole AFC list, <coughs> like three of the three of the fifteen teams, I'm like, oh, that's a good quarterback. Yeah. Then we get to the NFC. Drew Brees is dust, but he's like, he's so mentally smart that he gets it done, right? Then we got, uh, we got golf. Dude is very suspect. Then we got Aaron Rodgers, my favorite quarterback of all time, the best I've ever seen with my own two eyes. I will go down to the grave with that. He's just, yeah, he's just. Patrick Mahomes. He's is just different. Well, Mahomes is firmly not, on that island now. Yeah, Mahomes is not there yet, but this Mahomes guy, isn't in the conversations. Can, like, dude, and this is the other thing, and this is kind of where I'm getting, and kind of what I'm alluding to is like, can you imagine a young Aaron Rodgers with Andy Reid? Like, it'd be the same thing. There'd be no, you'd be, he would, he'd look just like Mahomes. 
there would be no difference. I don't, I don't, and maybe he wouldn't be throwing no look passes, but yeah, I don't think he has the arm talent of Patrick Mahomes. Oh my God. Are you, oh my God. Don't ever say arm talent and Aaron Rodgers in the same sentence and not say some of the best you've yeah, ever seen. I, yeah, hundred percent. I'm just saying that Patrick Mahomes has the best arm talent I have ever seen of any quarterback. As far as being able to throw across the body, as far as being able to throw on a rope, as far as, yeah, yeah. Why do why do we as fans forget so quickly? The next guy comes are, and now now what it's are like we forgetting. Ah, it's, it's Aaron Rodgers could be number two. Kyle Bowler had a live arm too. No disrespect, <laughs> just you know. Yeah, put Kyle Bowler. We need a running tally of random people that come up on this podcast. <laughs> Shut it's up, that, Kyle it's Bowler, actually man. incredible. Kyle, Kyle Bowler. Bowler had a cannon. One but what I, but what I'm getting at is, I. All these quarterbacks in the league can't be all ass. Like I can't, there can't be only three quarterbacks in the entire league that I show some respect. So I'm being too hard on quarterbacks. You know what my new evaluation strategy is or baseline is, is if you have a good coach and your offensive line is solid and you have skill players and you still stink, then you're a really ass quarterback. That, that That's where I'm at. Simple as that. So, All like, right. so for example, like Tannenhill should be even better than he is. The run game that he has, the coaching staff that he has, he should be insane and he's very average. Yeah. Um, Start off and, hot. And, and the flip side is Deshaun Watson has absolutely no help anywhere, zero, and he still finds a way to produce. Free Deshaun Watson, man. Deshaun I Watson. said the other day, it's a shame watching Deshaun Watson. I mean, I know it's only been this year, but it seems like it's been like five years that he's been in, in purgatory. But, yeah. yeah, man, free Deshaun Watson, man. Get him with the right coaching staff. I know people like to say, oh, they're so far away. This is the NFL. You can flip a roster in six months. Um, so get him the right talent. Get him the right coach. Again, to me, that's still going to be one of the most attractive jobs open in the offseason because you're walking into a franchise quarterback who's under contract and who's going to show up and play for you. So, he's yeah, free to Sean Watson, man. He's under contract. He's available. He's there. He's so, there. Available. yeah, available 100% <laughs> to play for you. So, yeah, I think, you know, free to Sean. But I like that take. It is. I find myself doing the same thing, man, especially when it comes to gambling. It's like, oh, I can't gamble on that guy. I'm down to like maybe one and a half quarterbacks <laughs> that I'll gamble on every Sunday. And, it, and it's like Patrick Mahomes and, and like Kyler Murray half the time. And it's like, it. man, I'm being, I think I'm being too hard on these quarterbacks, bro, because I'm looking at the the whole league and I, I literally think 75% of the league's quarterback play is garbage. So I'm like, I got to let me. Part of that could be is because the top quarterbacks are so much better, though. Like when you look at your Mahomes and your Russell Wilsons and those guys, yeah. and uh, and apparently Derek Carr, uh, those guys are so much better than the rest of the league. And yeah, so I mean, I think that that's why when you pull up, uh, Rivers is such a bad example because he sucks. But like when you look at a Jared Goff, right? Like Jared Goff to me, if you watch four quarters of Jared Goff, you see it all. He will make a throw that you'll be like, he has the ability to make unbelievable throws go back to two years ago. I think it was opening week Rams versus Vikings. Jared Groff made three or four throws in that game that were elite level throws. And he has made elite level throws and he has the ability to make elite level throws. But to your point, he just kind of needs to be guided along. He's not going to do it on his own, but you watch a Jared Goff game, you'll see it all. You'll see elite level throws. You'll see what the fuck is he doing? And you'll see, okay, quarterback play. So I think like, you know, the, the difference is you look at these Wilsons and these Mahomes and these guys are just all world all the time. Like Mahomes gets the ball back with two minutes the other day and there's no doubt that they're going to come down and score. 
You know what I mean? So it's just different when you're watching those guys as opposed to watching a, a golf or a car or one of these guys. It's just not at that level. So I think you're probably right on that. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. So then, I mean, we that that'll lead us right into week twelve. I guess what I'm saying is that I need to start looking at all the like. It's really hard to be a really good quarterback when your <clears> offensive <throat> line is ass and your coaching staff is garbage and you don't have any skill players. And it's like guys like I'm killing guys like. What's a good example of like a guy that I just kill? Philip Rivers, Jared Goff. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you, you've been killing Jared Goff. Yeah, yeah, so you know, you know what I'm saying. Um, and then guys like Matt Ryan like deserve to get murdered. Like the the amount of talent much, he has and what he does is they are. Huh, man, how much longer is this thing going to go on for, man? I'm 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 ready to close the book. I hope Matt Ryan just pulls an Andrew Luck and it's just like I'm just going to ride off to the oh, sunset. They're gonna they're gonna try to put Matt Ryan in the Hall of Fame. They love putting guys like Matt Ryan in the Hall of Fame. It's, it's, well, that's a whole other day. I mean, but, career numbers, you probably have a case for Matt Ryan in the Hall of Fame. See, here we go. So I'm just telling you, like, if you pull up in Justice Cook, we watched Matt Ryan, so we have a different we have a different narrative on it. But if Matt Ryan's number-wise, I mean, he's 336 touchdowns. He's won an MVP. Career record is going to be good. 55,000 yards. He'll make, the, he'll make the Hall of Fame. Yeah, so Philip Rivers is going to make the Hall of Fame. What are you talking about? They're, they're giving it away nowadays. <laughs> All right, let's Tony Romo will probably make the Hall of Fame. Let's get into NFL Week 12. Before we get into the power rankings, I got a couple questions for you. We we kind of touched on uh, <clears throat> if the Rams can win the NFC, and we think that the NFC is wide open, and uh, I mean, it's obviously wide open with Seahawks, Cardinals, Rams. Saints, whoever else you want to put in there, especially with only one bye now coming up this year for the playoffs. Where question number one, Big Nick the Quick, after last night and the 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 whole let's put the whole season in in perspective. Where are we at with Tom Brady right now? Big Nick the Quick, where are we at with Tom Brady? Um, I mean, a lot of last night wasn't necessarily his fault. He didn't look great. Um, and he's had a couple games this year where he doesn't look great. What was the game where he looked awful? Was that uh, yeah, it was against the Saints the other week? Saints, yeah. Um, I think if you're Tom Brady, hey, listen, l- l- you're sitting l- l- down hold on, to, okay. r- really quick, really quick, because I can already see you don't want to say anything outlandish because it's Tom Brady yeah. and it's whatever. But like, I, you you're watching the game last night. You wake up this morning. I put a mic in your face. What are you What are you thinking about Tom Brady right now? Coach, coach and quarterback is a marriage, right? And one that was very, very fruitful for him for years. And now he's with a new coach that is nowhere near the level of his old coach, which is relying on Tom to do a lot more. And he's 41 years old and he's struggling with that. But our excuse, my excuse anyway for him last year was, bro, y'all y'all left him out there in New England with no skill players, no talent, none of that. And, of course, he struggles. Now, can't really argue with and, – and, yo, listen, and, and we've seen basketball, <laughs> football, many teams just – Yeah, you can't just up, come just, together. Just, like, throw a bunch of people together and, and, and hope it works out. But, like, 
these some of these guys were already there. Godwin was already there. Evans was already I, there. Like they had pieces. I've there. been telling you all year the problem there, man. I've been telling you all year my issue with Tampa Bay Buccaneers is Bruce Arians. I do not trust him. Don't trust him as a coach. I don't think he did a great job last night. I don't think he does a great job overall. Um, I think they will win games because of their talent, but I don't think he's necessarily like in there hunting for an advantage and giving that to his team. His he's team not. is going out there and playing on that. Like that's what Belichick and those guys do. You know what I'm saying? They're 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 watching how the fucking special teams coach lines up and 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 you know what I'm saying? Getting a tendency off of that. You know what I'm saying? Like little they're things looking, like that. Yeah, Every single edge you could possibly imagine they have. I don't think you're getting that. So Tom is probably used to walking in there with a binder this big full of everything that's going to go on in the game. Now he's getting one like this, which is forcing him to have to do a lot more. He's a 41-year-old quarterback, and you can't put that all on him. You have all this talent. I get it. But, yeah, you've seen it all the time, man. Like, you can throw talent all over the place. If you don't have the right person to put it together and make it pop, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Whereas in New England is the flip side. You don't necessarily need a ton of talent. But if you have the right ingredients, you have the right person kind of putting it all together, mixed with Tom Brady, obviously, I'm not putting it all on Belichick, then it works. So I think that, that, that this Tampa Bay thing was thrown together really quick, in my opinion, with no offseason. Um, and you kind of expected these guys See, to come out and just let off fireworks. And it I hasn't think, been that. I, well, I think that is always the case, right? You make a bunch of big splash offseason stuff, and you're like, all right, this this needs to work right now immediately. It never works out like that. Didn't work out for LeBron in Miami. Didn't work out for LeBron's first year. It just doesn't work like that. You need a year or whatever to get, to get acclimated. I think you're overthinking it a little bit. I think it comes down to this guy's old, and when you put any nap – his entire career, and just like, and just so I'm being fair, almost all quarterbacks, if you pressure, they're going to struggle. Some do better with it. Some, some do better than most. Guys that are mobile can move around, whatever. But his entire career, if you put pressure on Tom Brady, he had a harder time. Now that he's older, extremely old for NFL standards, the pressure is now debilitating. He can't do anything. And now – he's starting to see ghosts when he gets pressure, when the pressure's not even there. For sure. So if you watched the game last night, the uh, the Rams were getting pressure. Brady would struggle. And then when they weren't even getting pressure, he was sitting in a clean pocket. He was trying to get rid of the ball because he felt like pressure was either on its way or he wasn't feeling it or whatever it was. But, it's like the Sam Donald seeing ghosts. Like when when he was getting pressure, it was legit. And then when he wasn't getting pressure, he felt like he was getting pressure, and he was trying to get out of the ball. I was trying to get rid of the ball. Some of these throws and interceptions that I'm seeing from Tom, I've never seen before in his entire career. I'm yeah. talking about shaking your head interceptions. Like what is he looking at? Type of thing. Put. I'm going to tell you this for the rest of the season. Any team that can get pressure on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I will be betting on them. Period. Point blank. I don't care. I don't care the quality of the squad. If they create havoc and pressure, give me them because Brady's going to struggle. Doug, loss against the Saints, tons of pressure. He lost to the Bears at Chicago, pressure. He lost to the Saints again, pressure. Lost to the Rams last night, pressure. So all this 
people talking about Tom Brady can't win on primetime because it's too late at night and he's usually sleeping. Have you heard that take, by the way? No, but I heard that Bruce Arians had them practice at night this week. So allegedly, people people think that since Tom's so regimented and he goes to bed at 8 p.m. because he's like, you know, super health freak and all that, TB12, yeah, yeah. that the by the time these primetime games start, he would typically be in bed, so he's sluggish. Uh, I have one thing to say. <laughs> I've I've seen Tom in quite a few primetime games that take place on a Sunday in February at night, mind you, and he does just fine in those. And they're saying he's getting older though. That's, that, that's super Super Bowl is a nighttime game, and I think that that doesn't get more primetime than that. He's always performed pretty well in those joints. So, so I don't, Doug Kazarian take. Yeah, I don't I don't even know who that is, but he should. <laughs> <laughs> should, should stay stay where he's at. No, you're making a good point. Look, man, you go get a 42-year-old quarterback, you need to focus all of your energy on protecting him. That's what New England was doing the last five years. That's kind of where it fell apart for them last year is they couldn't hold up in protection for him, and that's when you saw the, the cracks start to be there. So, yeah, if you're them, you need to focus on 100% protecting him. Does that come down to Arians or is that personnel? I'm not too familiar with their line enough to know if some of these guys are just straight ass. But you need to scheme to protect him because yeah, he, he can't take hits. And to your point, he knows he can't take hits. So yeah, if he's feeling if he's feeling that pressure, he's getting away from it, he's getting rid of the ball because when you're 42 years old, those hits linger for a couple of days longer. Yeah. I mean, and you saw him trying to get rid of the ball and get it to Fournette. He was yeah. just trying to get rid of the ball on multiple occasions where I think like, they got too many guys, dude. They like Fournette, Joe. You just got a whole bunch of guys that I feel like he wants to get involved, and it's just there's just too many guys. Like the side, you think, you, you think that Brady thinks about that? Getting, I need to get all these guys involved, or he doesn't. You think he gives a fuck how no, many catches? I think maybe Arians does, and maybe that has to do with some of your personnel mixings and stuff like that. I'm not sure. It's just it, every time I look up, it's like a new guy that's on the Bucks that I didn't even realize was on the Bucks. It, it, they just got guys all over the fucking place. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't trust that team, and I haven't. I've been. I've been on this all year. I do not trust that team, especially after I saw them play the Bears and I saw Arians lead one of the most undisciplined ball clubs I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, I, I, I have zero trust in that team. That's going to end. It's going to be a disappointment. Yeah, that team will not come out of the NFC. No, it won't, and they won't win the division either. Yeah, if I could short the, uh, if I could short the Bucks, let me find that because they're, they're not. It's not happening. All right, let me ask, before we get into power rankings, last question. Where where do you put the the Raiders in the AFC and can they make some real noise? Yeah, absolutely. Um Because they, hey, I'll say this, they seem to be a good matchup for the Raiders or the Chiefs, I mean. Yeah. That like well, they've it's they, they only play twice a year and they played them they beat them once and then they played them extremely tough the second game and could have beat them. Yeah. So, yeah, they, and they got those games out the way now, right? So they have the, the rest of their division is ass. It's the Broncos and the Chargers. So those are all W's right there. Yeah. Dude, I've, I've said this a couple times too, man. I like what the Raiders doing, man. I, I think they know what they want to do. They have a solid identity. Um, Derek Carr is a good player. Derek Carr is not scared. He makes the right plays. I'll say this too, man. If you listen to the broadcast now, they now always have these little tidbits of John Gruden like saying great things about Derek Carr which is shocking to me because you remember hard knocks last year, John Gruden could not wait to get away from this guy. Couldn't stand his quarterback. We talk about it every week. Hey, last week, last night on hard knocks, John Gruden, it's like clear how much he hates Derek Carr. Now he's like talking glowingly about the guy. So I'll give it to Carr. I'm sure Carr knew, Hey, my head coach doesn't fuck with me. I'm going to spend the next year getting this guy to like, like me and fucking yeah. understand what I'm about. I'm going to bust my ass and do all that. 
that's a good football team, man. Um, I think that's a good team. I, I would not want to see them. Um, yeah, no, in, in, in the playoffs at all. I think that they're. I think they're well coached. They have a quarterback, and yeah, last year they're confident their, too. Last year was the fir- their first year together, and we drilled it all the time. Gruden just didn't like Derek, uh, Derek Carr. It was obvious. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Just move away from him on the sidelines. Yeah, like he didn't he didn't think Derek Carr <laughs> could get it done. Now, I think he has confidence in Derek Carr. He likes Derek Carr. They're more familiar with each other. The game plan and the offense that John Gruden called against the Chiefs the other night was awesome. Yeah. They were moving the ball up and down the field. Jacobs, their tailback, is sensational. I you know, I knew he was really good. For whatever reason, I didn't know he went to Alabama. So we, yeah, he was a, he was one of another one of those backups. This is a feature, feature uh, back. You, like, you should draft whoever Alabama's recruiting right now if, just, at running back. Put, <laughs> he needs to be on your tailback board. Yeah, who, whoever like, it is, your tailback board should be the <laughs> Alabama depth chart yeah. at tailback. Yeah. Period. That's it. All these guys are like, all over all, the place. They're, dude, these are thoroughbred horses that play running back coming out of Alabama. He's good. They got Waller, who's a freak. He's good, man. He's a monster. So Hunter Renfro is who you want in the slot for the next 10 years. Yeah, he's a perfect slot receiver. Yeah. All he does is catch the rock, doesn't say a word. You got him back there for punt returns. He'll never drop one. Hey, put it like this. Hunter Renfro will never take one to the house, but he'll never turn. He'll never muff a punt either. Yeah. So if if you can put Hunter Renfro back there, and you're guaranteed to either – Confirm a fair catch or pick up 15 yards, then you put him back there. If you so, threw Renfro on the Brady era uh, Patriots, he'd have 150 catches. Cons- for six years in a row. <laughs> yeah, easily would have 150 catches. No, you're right, man. I mean, they they uh, they they got some players over there, and you can tell that they play. Gruden's a confident coach, and you can tell he's in that locker room just inspiring confidence every single day in those guys. Absolutely. They play with a lot of attitude. They play like they want to be there. They're not scared. Dude, Derek Carr is completing 70% of his passes. And has only thrown three picks. So I, I don't want to hear it, man. He he's putting up good numbers. He was um, making great decisions the other night. Yeah, he, he he looked really good, man. He looked really good. And they honestly just left. <clears throat> they just left too much time on the clock. And they played against the fucking Chiefs. I mean, yeah, you get Patrick Mahomes two minutes. It's like, yeah, what what are you gonna do? Yeah, I even said it in the group chat. I'm like, Oakland better slow down. Yeah. And, and then I said the Chiefs better <laughs> slow down. The Chiefs went down, scored right away. And then they left some time, but Carr Carr ended up turning it over to end the game. But, he's but that, I don't I don't count that one though, man. That was like a it was a hail mary heave at the end of the. You cannot yeah. count that as like a real pick. Yeah, that needs to go like the other category. Yeah, he, should, he the way I look, he's got two picks on the year is how I look at it. Yeah, so yeah, but they're good. They're solid. they're pretty good, man. They're good. Way better than I thought after watching Hard Knocks. I thought that team was going to be ass. And yeah. hey, don't forget. John Gruden doesn't need a stud to win. John Gruden won a Super Bowl with you ready for another name? Brad Johnson. Oh, man, but you want to talk about naming studs on that D. Yeah, oh, the D you was could, crazy. You could go on for Derek Brooks, Simeon John, Rice, Warren John Sapp, Lynch. John Lynch. Uh, who played corner on those teams? Uh the dude Barber? Dexter, Dexter, uh Dexter, whatever his name is, won the Dexter Jackson. I think he won the uh wasn't T- Super Bowl wasn't, MVP? Uh, wasn't Rondé on those teams too? Yeah, Rondé Barber was on those squads. Yeah, man, that squad, that squad was they're, loaded. They're, they're loaded. loaded and work on, done. Boy, yeah, and work done. Yeah, that's why I was loaded. loaded. Shout out, me. work done, man. Shout out, uh, our guy on 
shout out Tony Dungy. That's what needs to be. That's Tony Gonzalez was, was on that team, wasn't he? No. Tony Gonzalez was in Atlanta. Oh, yeah, Atlanta and the Chiefs. My bad, my bad. Chiefs, Atlanta, yeah. Um, so it's interesting, man. AFC's interesting. Shout out Simeon. Rice. Hey, look, if you can keep up with the best team in the AFC, then you can keep up with the AFC. And the yeah. Raiders, the Raiders seem to be able to keep up with the, the Chiefs division rivalries. Put it how you want, but they can keep up with those boys, and it's apparent. Derek hey, Carr. hey, really quick. Give me 10 seconds before we get into I guess because actually I'll I'll save it. I'll save the question for power rankings because I'm I'm gonna ask you about that in power rankings. All right. Moving over to power rankings, we're gonna go five through one. We're gonna give our top five power rankings and we're gonna <coughs> go bottom to top, and then we'll go through why we got them there. Big Nick the Quick, give me your number five on the power rankings currently in the NFL. Had to pick an NFC team. Um, so I went with Seattle just because they have the best player. So that's best fine. player, what in the NFC? The best player out of the NFC teams that I was going at. Yeah. Okay. They have Russ Wilson. Nothing else. Their defense is super suspect. Um, which again, it was hard for me to put an NFC team in here, but I think that because of how Russ is playing and the highs that he's capable of hitting, they always have a chance to win the game, to win any game against anybody. Yeah, no question. I think. I have I actually I also have Seattle at number five. Yeah. And the reason, like you said, it could have been tough to put them, it was tough to slot them in there, but Russell Wilson, they had a big win against a division team, and their defense has been playing better. They they played solid against St. Louis, or not St. Louis, against the Los Angeles Rams. They played solid against Kyler Murray. And Adams is back running around a little bit. They're not very good on D, but they've been a little better. And we were able to make some money on them this week because I was I was like, yo, defense played a little better. Prime time, give me Russell Wilson. And like you said, Russell Wilson is that guy. So I, I'll have no problem putting I have no problem putting a seven and three team in the fifth in the power ranking slot with Russell Wilson at the helm. Uh, give me your number four. Uh, <clears throat> didn't have this team in there previously, but I do believe that this quarterback has turned it around uh, as much as it pains me to say it. And they have a stellar, stellar defense. Uh, Indianapolis Colts. Wow. Why? Love their defense. Let me, well, love, let me... the, love their defense, and I feel like Rivers has played better. He was awful to start the year. You cannot – like overstate how bad he was first half of the season. Um, I feel like in the second half of the season, in particular on Sunday, he played well, man. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Because a lot of people, and they do, and I, and I will say they do have a solid defense, because I'm asking you this because I don't have the Colts in my five. Yeah. That solid defense was getting shredded on, on Sunday by Aaron Rodgers in the first half. I'm talking about they were non-existent. Yeah, I was on the over. They got shredded. The over almost hit in the first half. I think their defense might be getting a little bit too much love. It's good, but I've seen them on multiple games get exposed when they're actually playing some talent. Let me pull up the schedule. Like, sure. 
They gave up 11 points to the Vikings. They gave up seven points to the Jets. They gave up 11. They gave up 11 to the uh, the Bears. They gave up 32 to the Browns. They gave up uh, 27 to the Bengals. They gave up 20 plus to the Lions. Then they locked up the Ravens. Or they then they 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 gave up 24 to the Ravens at home, and the Ravens mm-hmm. have been struggling. Then they then they smoked out the Titans, and then they gave up 31 points. And and honestly, in that overtime game, if uh, Valdez Scantling doesn't fumble that ball, I think Aaron Rodgers goes right down the field and scores a touchdown. The game's over in overtime. So. Still only giving up 20 points a game, though, on average. So, I mean, I understand they got some games where they've gotten blown up on, on average, giving up 20 points a game, which is fifth in the NFL. I, so. I hear you, but I think it's a little tainted because those the the very low numbers that are on their list are, are the Vikings, Jets, Bears. And you cannot run on them. Well, I I hear you. They're, they're a solid unit. I think they're a tad overrated. Okay. Like, if you look at this box score, Aaron Jones, yeah, he only had 41 yards. Yeah, they only gave 66 yards. Yeah. So right. you have to throw on them. I mean, yeah, you have you have to throw on them. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I like it. I don't – I think it's – I think the unit itself is a little overrated, and I that's why – and I don't trust Phillip Rivers. That's why I don't have them in my top five. But I'm interested to see who – because I'm looking at the four that I have left. I'm interested to see who you don't have in this list. Number four – I have the Buffalo Bills. This was a tough slot because their D is also suspect. But I think you have to lean more towards offense in the NFL and what it's built like today. And I think the Bills can can put up a lot of points and can win a game in a shootout. And that's what you need to do nowadays in the NFL. I I I can't believe I'm saying this. I trust Josh Allen fully. I think they have great coaching as well. So I got <clears> Buffalo <throat> at four. Any comments? Nope, because I got Buffalo at three. <laughs> okay, for sure. Why? Well, you got him at three. Why? Mm-hmm. So I think that you saw their kind of rough patch, and they've gotten over it. Um, I was very impressed with the game in Arizona. Um, wait, they went to Arizona and won that game, right? They went to Arizona and lost on that Hail Mary, but on the Hail Mary, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just yeah. overall, um, yeah, which is a game that I thought that they were going to get absolutely blown out in. They had another big road win, though, didn't they? Have a game, they had a road win that I thought that they had zero chance in that they went in and won. I think it was Las Vegas. Um, I mean, yeah, they beat the Raiders, they beat the Dolphins on the road. They have they have three losses once to the ones at the Titans, then the yep. other one's the Chiefs. Yep. And then they lost on the Hail Mary at Arizona. At Arizona, yeah. So, exactly. Lost to the Chiefs and the Hail Mary at Arizona. So, um, I really like Josh Allen. I really like this McDermott guy coaching. Their defense is suspect, but we have seen them, at least last year, play well. So, hopefully that's still in there. Uh, but I think offensively, they're just explosive, man. Stephon Diggs is playing some of the best wide receiver in the NFL that no one's talking about. Um, and I, again, identity teams that know who they are. I love teams that know who they are. You went over the Josh Allen red zone numbers before he's Crazy. lethal. He's lethal if they get down there. And I think that he's just a tough guy to defend. I think that you kind of, you, you, there's not much you can do with him. He's so big that it, he, he's got a lot of escapability. Like I said, he's a way more athletic Ben Roethlisberger with the same type of arm strength. Um, and, and that team is good. 
bigger, bigger arm, bigger, than, bigger than, arm than Roethlisberger. Yeah. yeah, he's uh, and he just gets better every week, which is the crazy thing. It's like he's starting to realize, like, oh, I can do this, I can do that. Like, I'm, right. I'm, I'm getting better, and there's more that I can do with my game. Absolutely, yeah. He's uh, he's a problem. So, yeah, I got uh, I got him at four. Big Nick the Click has him at three. So then we know who your other two, your last two teams are. So my my number three is this is the New Orleans Saints. Like them or not, their run defense is the best in the league, and it's been that for years now. You want to talk about not being able to run on the Colts? You cannot run the ball in New Orleans Saints. Their defense is stellar. Their coaching staff is so trustworthy. Sean, if I need a if I need a game plan, an offensive game plan drawn up going into a week, I'm picking Sean Payton. Regardless of the the roster, I mean, you can argue Andy Reid, right? But if if, if, if Sean Payton, if if the if the roster is not Pat Mahomes, <laughs> then yeah. I'm taking then I'm taking Sean Payton. <clears throat> The, the stuff that he comes up with and does, and he gets the most out of all his talent, guys. Taste, the fact that Taysom Hill is even in the league, honestly, at the quarterback position and not fullback or whatever out, out is, is, is purely on Sean Payton. So I got to go with the Saints at three. They, they play really well at home, obviously. They play – they're just tough, man, and they, they've, they've always been tough, and if – Breeze continues not to get rid of the ball, and they play solid defense and, and can, can continue to lean on Kamara to, to get yak and chip away 8, 12 yards down the field with Mike Thomas and guys like that. They're going to be a problem. So I got the New Orleans Saints, number three. Okay. So your number two is the Chiefs then. Yep. Did you, did you think about putting them at one? Uh, I thought about it. I just, you know. Steelers haven't given me a reason to not have just, them at one. You just can't disrespect them. Just can't disrespect these guys. Keep winning, man. You know, you know what I mean? Like they just keep, go, they keep, and they keep winning. You know, how hard it's to go ten and zero, bro. And how many letdowns? We we've picked letdown spots for them on each of the last three weeks. Like, oh, this is a letdown. This is a look ahead. This is a letdown. This is a look ahead. And he just keeps those boys fully prepared every single week. I love Mike Tomlin. Tomlin, twenty twenty four. Whatever you know, what I'm saying like I, I love I love Mike Tomlin, man. He could coach my football team, my basketball team, my baseball team. I don't, I don't give a fuck what team. I love yeah. that guy. He's and just I'm, so straightforward too. It's just yeah. <laughs> and I'm tripping. It's the, this should say this little graphic should say NFL Week 11 recap. We got mm-hmm. Week 12 coming up, but we're we're talking Week 11. But he, when you see his eyes, he's very intense. When he, when he doesn't have the aviators on. <laughs> he's, the pro. He's, the pro. he's very intense and yeah he's you know he's rocking the neck gator too never was gonna put a mask on he's rocking the the scarf what do you think what do you think mike tomlin drinks oh big time scotch guy you think he's a scotch i get scotch vibes like no question no question <laughs> Move that eighteen years. Yeah. <laughs> no question. No question. He drinks scotch. Absolutely no question. He either, he either drinks scotch or he doesn't drink. Yeah. It might true. be one of those things. Or he's like, oh, I don't. He, he drink. could be biblical. Yeah. What does Mike? What does Mike Tomlin drive? Uh 
I can see I can see Mike Tomlin in the expedition. I could see him in a Cadillac. I didn't want to say caddy off top, but I could I could see him pulling up in the uh, in the in the Deville. No, I see him in an explorer expedition. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know what Mike Tomlin is. <laughs> Mike Tomlin win? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good ass question. What does Mike Tomlin drive? We need to find out. Yo, someone find out what, what Mike Tomlin is whipping nowadays. Cause yeah. I see him as an SUV guy. He's yeah, like Mike can, Tomlin's car. <laughs> Mike Tomlin <laughs> car. All black SUV with the tents. Am I petty for saying that he's in the 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 caddy? Yeah, yeah, he's not in the thirty-two V in the Deville already. <sighs> Nothing. Nah, I don't see any pictures of him getting out the whip. What? They got a picture of him driving like a ride-along thing, but it, uh, it's a it's a truck. It looks like a suburban or something. But what if, yeah. they, what if they had said Mike Tomlin getting out the Aventador like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on a Tuesday? Yeah, that's, that's not his style. <laughs> no. But shout out Mike Tomlin. But yeah, no. Um, back back to that. Yeah, I had them number one. Um, again, yeah, they they have not lost a ball game. I think that they're gonna handle the Ravens on Thursday. I think they're gonna absolutely you handle. Think, so? think they're going to handle the Ravens. I think this after watching that Ravens game on Sunday. That team cannot produce a big play to save their life. No, they can't. They cannot. They have no – you think a team with a quarterback that runs a 4-2-9 would be explosive? They they lack explosion. They are so boring to watch. Um, no big play capability at all. Yeah, I, I think the Steelers are going to – I think the Steelers are not concerned about them in the least bit. I see a Ben Roethlisberger uh, four-touchdown piece. Interesting. Yeah. You don't think being Thanksgiving puts a little extra short week, makes it a little tighter? Nah, Ben, because Ben, it, it depends on whether or not he ate, ate or not. If he doesn't game, eat, he's good game, to go. Game, <laughs> game's fine. in Baltimore, right? Yeah. Yeah, game's in Baltimore. I don't know. They they did. I don't know, man. That's a tough game to, to, to handle. Well, at what point are we going to sit here and be like, yo, the Ravens are who they are uh, at this yeah, point? The, no, let's be they're, more like, what are we going to say their ass? Yeah, they're a good defensive team. That offense is terrible. Yeah. And unimaginative and lacks explosion and doesn't scare anybody. Yeah, I feel you. I got a, for my second pick, I have the the Chiefs at number two as well. I think uh, my question for you, this is what I was, what I was getting back at a couple minutes ago was I have the Chiefs at number two. Obviously we know the deal. We have Mahomes, we have Andy Reid. I have never in my life I don't know if it was how the game was going or the game flow or Mahomes. When they had a minute and 40 seconds to go down and, and they needed either three or a touchdown to win the game, I was 100% positive they were going to score, go down and score a touchdown Sunday night. Like, I had no, absolutely no. So so was the sports book. The, yeah. Raiders, the Raiders were plus money that entire drive, and they were up three. Yeah, like, I've never, <laughs> I was just kind of sitting there like, yeah, I mean, they're going to score a touchdown for sure. You could have live bet the Raiders when they were up. Yeah. With 100 seconds left. So that it was it was There was like no that. doubt. There was, was no, no doubt. doubt. There was no so, doubt. My dad called me after the game and he was just like, yeah, I mean that he's like he's like I can't 
he called me because like, oh, you know, I can't stand watching these guys play quarterback like this. And we got to watch our guys. Yeah. Like, why can't we do this? Yeah. So, but yeah, no, there was never a doubt for me on that one. He He's, uh, he's different. This is different, man. He's just bred differently. Yeah. He's different. So yeah, I got Pittsburgh at number one as well. They got 10 wins. You can't argue. I don't care if it's against 10 of them. Well, if you played the, if they played the Jets ten times in a row, they'd probably like you. It's, it's, it's hard to win ten games. It's hard to win ten in a row. To win ten in a row in the NFL, it's yeah. like especially this, especially this NFL. They've had their shit's been fucked up because of COVID too. They've had games yeah. canceled. They've had no bye week. Yep, and for the most part, they're winning these games handily. Yeah, they're not in tight games. Baltimore was the only game where they were getting dominated until the second half, where then Lamar started turning it over. He was struggling, but. Yeah, they've been winning these games pretty easily. So, and I think Ben is putting up numbers. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, he's throwing the ball to Claypool all day. Claypool is a monster. Yeah, ben Roethlisberger has twenty four touchdowns already. Like, <laughs> yeah, so not playing with him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, is Ben Roethlisberger a Hall of Famer? Yes. What right. first ballot? I thought you were gonna. Yeah, I thought you were gonna go crazy. No, nah, I don't like the guy. He's a first. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. First ballot pervert. First ballot Hall of Famer. First ballot pervert. First ballot Hall of Famer. Ben Roethlisberger. Put that on the cla- Put that on the plaque. Never, never watched film in his life. Banyo Ben. Banyo. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, they're tough. The AFC up there is tough. <clears throat> Oh, and another guy. Speaking of Steelers, Deontay Johnson. Where are they? Where are we finding these guys? Yeah, Duck, they just find guys to play receiver. And but like them, I was saying before, teach them how to play? They got good coaching. They have a good offensive line, and they have skill players. So Roethlisberger, you better be solid. Yeah, because well, everything because everything else around you is sound. He so, always has been. He's always done his job. Yeah, no question. Suffering the off season, he always does his job. <laughs> Let's move over to the association. NBA. Man, hoops is the best. Can, can we apologize to the people real quick? I know we, we've kind of left. Oh, no, I guess we had good basketball talk last week. Never we mind. We talked good mind. basketball talk shout last out week. Bucketsworth. That was great. Yeah, shout out our, our boy Bucketsworth. I'm going to try to get a couple more people on later this week, and we can chop it up about basketball exclusively because, you know, that's always fun. Yeah. But NBA. Hey, man, the NFL gets first toke, especially in season. So it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But over to the NBA, Big Nick the Quick. Flurry. A flurry of moves. A flurry of activity. Shout out my boy Bertans getting that bag. He's underpaid. 80 mil for Sean's guy, man. Sean's seen it. Bertans, my boy. He saw it ahead of time. (laughs) Bertans got the strap. Dog, even Simple. even he was surprised he got 80 million. Absolutely not. He deserved every penny. That boy got the heater. He man, he's nice. But shout out my boy D Bertans. But flurry of moves. We got Bogdanovich saying, I'm not going to Milwaukee to play with the two-time MVP. I'd rather go to Atlanta. He's been on three teams this week. Which is a, a, a whole podcast. Uh, who is that an indictment on? We could talk about that. Actually, I, I want to ask you about that. But we got we got Bogdan Bogdanovich, my favorite Bogdanovich, said no thanks to Milwaukee. I'm going to go to Atlanta. He's in Atlanta. Uh, Gallinari's in Atlanta. Uh, Schroeder, Schroeder, Dennis Schroeder, Schroeder is uh, in L.A. <coughs> we got Gordon Hayward getting 120 million dollars, and word on the street, 
he was getting offers of $100 million plus from Utah and from Boston. So it wasn't only Michael Jordan, but he took the biggest dollar. That was Charlotte. What's your uh, What's your most interesting move, best offseason move? What you got? Oh, I think the Chris Paul to Phoenix, hands down. Um, I know there's been a lot of activity. I know there's been a lot of this, a lot of that. I think that that has the potential to be the most – I'm not going to say like overall, but yeah, it could be the most impactful move. I think uh, if I'm Devin Booker, I'm looking at it now and saying, okay, I have a real opportunity to get in the playoffs to start to make my legacy. Obviously, we went 8-0 in the bubble. We were a feel-good story. People know what I can do. I have a name for myself, but I haven't been in the playoffs. Yet. I haven't had an opportunity to, to kind of showcase on that biggest stage. And if you're Phoenix, man, we talked about last week, that that's the definition of a rudderless franchise, right? They're, they're constantly stuck in the lottery. They haven't been good since the seven seconds or less team, and they need to make a move. It was it couldn't be another year of just going to the lottery and hoping that you get a player and ending up with Josh Jackson or Dragon Bender or some other guy that you whiff on. Go ahead, make that Chris Paul deal, right? Bring in a professional who can still play. Like, I get Chris Paul's old, but he put up 18 and 8 last year and was very, 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 very impactful. Impactful. Right? Very impactful. Like, there is still good basketball there. You got to worry about him getting injured. I get it. That contract isn't attractive. I get it. Um, But at the same time, if you're Phoenix, you got to make a move because the next star to raise their hand and say, hey, get me up out of town is Devin Booker. If you think Devin Booker's people aren't in his ears like, hey, man, we need to get you up out of here, man. You see what's going on with Donovan Mitchell and all these guys. They're exploding by winning in the playoffs. You're just over here putting up numbers for no reason. So, yeah, bring in Chris Paul. Pay the money, right? He's gonna point that thing in the right direction. Um, yeah, I agree. And yeah, I don't. I don't think you're not. Chris Paul's not gonna come in there and play bad basketball, right? You have to worry about him getting hurt, but he's not gonna come in there and play bad basketball. And if you're worried about him being an asshole and bossing everybody around, that might be what you need because what you have been doing has not been working. And you know who's really happy about Chris Paul? DeAndre Hayden. Nothing a big man loves more than somebody who's going to get the ball. And Chris Paul, ask Blake Griffin, ask fucking David West, ask any big man who's ever had the pleasure of playing with Chris Paul. Love him or hate him, he's gonna, DeAndre Jordan. All them boys got paid. He's yes, going to get do. you the rock. He's going to get you the rock. No so questions. yeah, Aiden, I think is is a is a wild card in this. Like Aiden, let's not forget two years ago, this guy is a man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, love it. Yeah, I can't agree with that. I, uh, Me and my guy, Ry Kelly, shout out my boy, Kello, in London currently. Uh, we got a little wager. I got this. He we bet. I, he thinks the Suns aren't going to the playoffs. I, I said they are. So yeah. it'll be, it's interesting with the little 7 to 10 playing. But, yeah, I think Phoenix is going to make a little bit of noise. So I, 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 had to, I had to take that. I mean, we got Montrez Harrell to the Lakers. He said Clippers, he said Clippers didn't want him. I thought he was going to get more money. I think he didn't care. Two years, nineteen million. I thought he could have got a lot uh, more bread than that. The Lakers have a fucking whip. What did I tell you? The Lakers. Hey, can we go back to a month ago when I told you what was going to happen? What did I tell you? Remind me. Refresh the. Listeners. I literally sat up here and told y'all what's going to happen. People are going to start. They're going to see what happened with Dwight, with Rondo, with KCP, with all these guys who played with LeBron this year won a championship and what it did for them. And you're going to start having guys flocking over there. Montrez Harrell. Schroeder, I know he got traded for the low, but whatever. These guys are going to go over there and say, you know what's not a bad thing? Going over to L.A., winning a ring with LeBron, 
fixing my image, whatever it might be, and then being great. Uh, Dwight Howard is the perfect example of this. JaVale Literally McGee. full on, full on JaVale McGee, three-time NBA champion, mind you. Um, <laughs> say it with some respect. Um, like these guys, like, yes, guys are going to go play with LeBron. Everybody's going to want to be at the end of this too. It's like, oh, this is the end of LeBron ride. It's kind of like they watched the last dance. You want to be able to say you played with this guy. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go get my ring with LeBron because nobody's beating those guys. I don't want to hear it. Nobody's beating them. Nobody. You got some. You have anything to say about Paul George? Paul pandemic P. <laughs> Nothing. What about him? What did he do? Something? Did he asked for a no, trade. No, no, no. I was saying like the Clippers. The Clippers don't have a shot. No, I know the Clippers do not have a shot. No, the Clippers don't have enough. The Clippers, you know, I, I hopefully they can fix it. Uh, fix fix whatever was wrong with them last year. But again, that LeBron and AD combination is too much. The Lakers are on the floor. It's just stuffed. too much. Stuffed. It was too Loaded. much last year with nobody. It was around too, them. It was too much last year with Danny Green. With Danny Sorry. Green, <laughs> KCP so. just got forty million, man. And, and I, I told y'all that KCP, they owed him money. He got his money back. Shout out Rich Paul for saying true to his word on that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't see anybody beating that team. They're loaded. Loaded. They're loaded with just those two. Let me ask you this: Do you think Harold uh, Montrez or uh, Schroeder is a bigger pickup? Oh man! I mean, those um, are those are literally two of the top three six man. I think contenders. I think probably Montrez Harrell is Montrez picked up. He won the six man. Yeah, I'd probably say Harrell is because just another another big. And them going big last year was what teams couldn't handle. Schroeder is hot or cold. I like Schroeder, uh, but he's he, hot or cold. I think with Schroeder, if he's cold, they'll have no problem parking him on the bench and not seeing him for the rest of the game. That's I love the kind of player I love, that he is. I love Schroeder's game. He he's, gonna little, bring, uh, he's gonna bring a lot of buckets to their that second unit. They're gonna be really good, man. Yeah, that's your move, Schroeder, to the Lakers. Uh, yes, Schroeder's my move. I think he brings the quickness, and he, I think he's a very confident dude. But I think playing with Chris Paul kind of brought him down to earth a little bit and kind of showed him how you're supposed to be running things. And I think LeBron's gonna do the same thing. I think that's a massive pickup for for the Lakers. He can play. He can play. He can, he can play. Hoop. He'll play. He's not as elite on D as Rondo, but no one's no one's Rondo because that's my dog. Rondo but, got paid too. Yeah, but Dennis is good. <laughs> and then uh, that actually leads me into my second question. But why? But before we wrap it up and and move off this, what is Atlanta trying to do? Atlanta. Atlanta adds Rondo. Atlanta adds Bogdanovich. Atlanta adds Gallinari. What's going on over there? What do you think they're trying to do? Just, just well, they're, just... they're trying to shoot 153s a game. But <laughs> I think that Atlanta is thirsty to get Trey Young in the playoffs. They just have thirsty. To. Yeah, yeah. I, I, they're they're rushing it, which I think is really stupid because um, I think you have the opportunity to kind of build this team out, right, and kind of see what yeah. Trey Young is. Instead, you've already said, okay, Trey Young's the man. And we're just going to put as many pieces as we can. And while these might look good for one or two years, eventually, like man, these deals are going to are you got to pay, right? Um, so yeah, I, I I applaud them for being bold, right? Like you always want your GMs to be bold and to try to make moves and try make to go move, into win now mode, do something, try to make a play, something. do something. Yeah. So I, I applaud them for that because we're over here with the Bulls, always talking about oh we don't do anything. I just don't know if 
paying that much money to Gallo and Bogdanovich is going to get you there. But at the same time, you are surrounding Trey Young with elite shooting. He's an elite shooter. You clearly have a style of play that you're going for this year that's going to involve shooting as many three. You, you thought Houston shot a lot of threes? These boys, it's just going to be bombs away. Absolutely. Um, and then you bring in Rondo, which is kind of, I guess, interesting because he's going to look around like, what the hell is this? But I already told you about the Rondo deal. The Rondo deal was signed so that he can get traded two months into it. <laughs> he, <laughs> he just wanted he, to get his money. He just wanted to lock in some Yeah, bread. he just wanted to lock in the bread. And he's like, he, two months into it, he's going to be like, yeah, I don't like it here in Atlanta. Get me the fuck out of here. Uh, wow. who's, a, who's a contender that needs me? Clippers, you guys need a point guard still? Hey, I'm, I'm available. Yeah, whoever's, whoever's going to be in the finals. Yeah. Y'all yeah, probably that was, that, was just, that was just to get the checker. That's all it was, man. Shout out my boy, Rondo. Shout out Rondo, man. I mean, I'll pick up my quick $10 million. I think we say this all the time, or at least I know I say it. There's just different tiers in what would you consider a successful uh, a successful year, right? Yeah. A successful year for the Atlanta Hawks would be making the playoffs and contending to be, to win a first-round series, and that's what they could do. And making Trey Young a superstar. Yeah, they're just like Phoenix. Yeah. They're the, they're, Phoenix and Atlanta are the same team. One's in the East, one's in the West. They're just trying to make the playoffs and make a little noise to where what, something they haven't done in a decade plus. And they're so, trying to build some excitement around there. I get it. Around their you know, young they, players, they want yeah. to be, yeah. You, if you if you go to the playoffs and Trey Young has a fifty point game and you can market that and like you know you're selling some tickets to fans and the city's buzzing and that's obviously Atlanta. It's cracking like everybody wants to be there. Or whatever, like it, it'll be good vibes for them. So I get it. I just feel like you're throwing a lot of money on guys who aren't necessarily gonna like. It's not a long term strategy for me. It's a very short term eight seed. Seventh Street strategy. They got, they got some straps over there. Bogdanovich, Gallo. Yeah, that's fine. What is Gallo's four year deal? Gallo, I, I, I thought Gallo. he was like 40 years old. I don't know how he keeps getting deals. He's good. <laughs> Gallo, um, but he's been in the league forever, I feel like. Yeah, you got knee injuries and shit. Hey, man, yeah. we'll see. They're going to, they'll be fun to watch. He's only 32. That's crazy. Yeah, Gallo been around for a while. <clears throat> so, hey, man, fellas. If y'all need some help on the on the on the Christmas gifts ideas, hit the, hit my DM, bro. I I, I got I, you too quick. I got some ideas for everybody. I've been I've been going crazy on the oh, Christmas yeah. gifts. If y'all need some ideas, let me know. I feel like I got a good list rocking for the lady. Yeah, I still need to I still need to grab her shit. See, when you have a kid, bro, it becomes more about like I need to grab as much shit as possible for uh for the kid, yeah. For the kid, yeah. Yeah. I got a couple ideas. Yeah, let me know. Y'all need some suggestions. It's also me. hard because I wanted to, like, I wanted to, there was some shit I wanted to get, but it's, like, shit that would be good if we were going somewhere, but. Right. It's, like, man, man. going nowhere. So, it's, like, pivot to, like, all right, what's some cool shit for the crib? Right. Right. Exactly. So, that's what, uh, I got some ideas. Holla at your boy. But that's it, man. Happy Thanksgiving. Make sure you give thanks. Take some time. Think about think about family, friends. Shoot out the messages. Holla at your people. For Big Nick the Quick, I am your host, Sean Little. No catch-up. Sports Talk via Chicago. Make sure you subscribe everywhere. iTunes, Spotify. Tell the homies. Tell a friend. We lit. No catch-up. Sports Talk via Chicago. We out here.